Southland on a Wednesday afternoon. The sushi just arrived. Looks pretty good. Well, sushi always looks good. No, but this hand roll looks particularly nice. I don't think we're going to be able to get road pie. You're going to be full. No, I, I can eat road pie. What kind of road pie you want? We'll go to our friends at Prime Pizza, Little Tokyo. We get meatballs on it, a little meat the bowl. How about a little sausage? What do you want? You can't open up the soy sauce. Hey, it's time for what you need to know. Presented by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, Producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. Sorry, I'm waiting for my page to load here because, you know, sometimes the internet goes Do we have to here. share chopsticks? Cap? No, I'm good. I got a hand roll. What about the, the California roll? You just No, the California roll. I gave it over to Decash Money, who, by the way, didn't want sushi. I don't know what his deal is, by the way. Have you noticed how, like, how big De- DeAndre's getting? What are you talking about? Dude, the guy's going to try to play like offensive guard or something. What are you like? What are you? You you squatting like 600 pounds now? No, I'm not, no, squatting, get, not squatting 600 pounds. But you're getting yoked. I am getting yoked. No, I'm not yoked, to. man. You're getting like really thick. Like uh, like you're going to play offensive line. <laughs> I mean, I'm Cappy not. Cappy likes him thick. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah. I heard. I heard. But I'm not his boys thick, that is. <laughs> All right. So apparently. I mean, how much you weigh, man? Oh, I'm like 220. I don't know, man. Like 225. I, I, used to, I used to do this at a carnival. I'm seeing 232. No, you didn't. You were one of those guesser guys, the weight guesser guys at the carnival? I'm really good at it, too. Really? Yep. You want me to tell you how much you weigh? Nope. Okay. I guarantee you wouldn't come close anyway. Cappy, don't. Don't do it. Don't do it, Cappy. Do not <laughs> take the bait. It's a trap. <laughs> so what you need to know is that Justin Timberlake is possibly, maybe, probably coming out with some new music in 2024 because during a commercial that aired on ESPN over the weekend, his voice played over images of football players on the gridiron as text on the bottom left corner of the screen read, Justin Timberlake, sanctified. So it was only like a short clip, but it was kind of one of those like, you know, teaser clips, I guess, on what may be coming. So now everyone thinks that Justin Timberlake's coming out with a new new album. He also deleted his entire Instagram feed and changed his avatar to a picture of a photo of him himself peeking out of a car's rear view mirror. So mm-hmm. apparently everyone thinks that means he's coming out with a new album. Okay, when's it? how long's it been? It's been a, I feel like it's been a really long time since JT put out anything Wasn't new. Wasn't it uh, that summer that he brought, what's the name of that song? He Get brought Sexy Back? Feeling. Oh. Oh, yeah. That was like 2018. That's song. And it was also in a movie, right? Like a, car, a kid's movie. Yeah, I think uh, 2013 was the last time that he came out with an album. 2013? It might have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, 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 20, 2018. Oh, 2018. Is that what I just said, 2018? Yes, you you're right, you're yeah. right. You did, but she said 2013. No, beautiful salmon sushi when it's clean. Let me see that. Let me see how... Oh, that's nice. And you'll just ruin it later with some pizza, huh? No, you just... Oh, that's nice. Mm. Oh, that's I'm nice. I'm doing a little sashimi, no rice. You are, huh? Nice. Yeah. What it's kind like, of sashimi? It's like the perfect... A little salmon, a little maguro. Mm. Yeah, it's just cool. like you know, it's perfect. That's nice, huh? Yeah. Reminds so what, you what's going on with oh, the yeah. special guest? Have we revealed who the special guest? Have is? not revealed. Have not heard back. I don't even know anything about the special guest. Mm-hmm. Have not be, revealed. It would be legendary. It would be, and nothing would ever be the same. But I don't know. Sometimes he can get a little weird. Hmm. Well, right. if he's friends with you, that tracks. I don't know that I'd call us friends. Oh, 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 just colleagues. Okay. Former Let's colleagues. Say former colleagues. Yeah. yeah. All right. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. Mm-hmm. So, Cappy, earlier on the Athletic NBA show, mm-hmm. uh, Sam Amick, uh, who's a phenomenal NBA reporter, phenomenal, epic. He um, he has said that the Lakers are in the driver's seat for one Dejounte Murray. It feels like the Lakers have have separated themselves from the Dejounte pack, and it and it feels mm-hmm. like. Um, yeah. To some degree, they've they've locked in on him as a guy that they think can help. 
Boy, we just cut him off mid-sentence, didn't we? Yeah, well, that was it. not a great I mean, edit, guys. Yeah, we just <laughs> well, because he, he said help, and then the other guy jumped in and cut him off and said something really stupid that didn't make sense. What did so. the other guy say? <laughs> we was, don't we what, don't know. We edited it. What was so dumb? What did he say? <laughs> By the way, if, if we edited this show, you'd have George stopping, and then I'd say something stupid, and then people would say, what did Kaplan say? That's the kind of edits you can hear on Keyshawn's new podcast, All uh, Gas, No <laughs> oh, Breaks. What's it called? It's called All Gas, No Breaks? <laughs> something really? like that. Really? Really? <laughs> <laughs> no, all facts, no breaks, lots of edits. Okay. All right, all facts, not all gas. Okay, got it. Anyway. Yeah. Um, you Have you changed your mind, Cappy, on trading? Because D'Angelo Russell has to be the one to go in this scenario. So, last night, Lakers, Clippers, no LeBron. And I, I said this yesterday. Like, come on, LeBron. What What's up, man? And it's like, oh, his ankle. And you have to respect that if he's not ready to go... He tells you he's not ready to go. Okay, all right, fine. I, I will respect a guy who's 39 years old, who's had the kind of career that LeBron has had, that if he's declared that he's not playing that night, he's entitled to a night off. Right. I will grant you that. Okay, grant me that. But on the other hand, I'm thinking to myself, bro, you're playing the Clippers in your arena with their logos all over the floor, with their logos all over the arena. Um, you've beaten them twice already this year. You're a 500 club. People are really questioning, you know, how good is this team or how bad is this team and who's going to be here and who's not. And then you get questioned and you're like, I don't I don't talk about stuff like that. I'm not the general manager. I talk about the guys that are here. I'm just trying to get us all better. And then you're you're all of a sudden your ankle hurts. And it didn't seem like it hurt when he was dunking the basketball on Sunday night. And it didn't seem like when... Well, I think he, he's been fighting an ankle injury all year. Oh, so so then why not take off the game against Portland on Sunday, rest, ice, do stimulation, modalities, whatever it is you're supposed to do to get yourself because healthy? Because maybe it just hurt more after... He took a spill in that game, too. Well, guess what? Um, if you're going to take a night off and take care of your body, you do it against a lesser opponent, not against a better opponent. And I'll tell you this right now. This is how much I think of LeBron. So for everybody that's out there that goes, well, you're just ripping the guy. I'm not. I think that if LeBron played last night, the Lakers beat the Clippers again, right? I mean, they were in position late in the game. They were down by two. They just couldn't get over the hump. But if LeBron was in that game last night, even at 75%, I think the Lakers win that game. You think so? I do indeed. Okay. Let it be said and let it be stated for the record. I am a believer that the Lakers would have won this game last night. Now, losing the game makes me wonder, well... What happens when LeBron isn't available? Which, by the way, Lakers have been very lucky so far this year that, that he, he has been, been very available, right? And we don't know what the future holds. We don't know when this guy is going when something may go wrong. I mean, he's thirty nine. So, yesterday I was saying to you, I don't think they should make a move, but right. I reserve the right to change my opinion. Right. And twenty four hours later, don't you know, I've changed my opinion. Make a move, baby. Okay. So you're in on DeJounte. I don't care if it's DeJounte or if it's Donovan. I don't care who it is. Well, it's not going to be Donovan Mitchell. Well, I'm Murray, who, uh, whoever it is. You know, uh, yeah. Jamal Murray. Not Jamal. Whoever it was. Yeah, Bruce Some, Brown. No, not Bruce How Brown. How about Dennis Schroeder? Bring no, him back. No, no, no. You don't want to bring back Dennis? I like Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schreuder. the menace. You know what? Listen, I like Dennis Schroeder. You do? But enough. What do you mean enough? Enough already. What do you mean enough? We've already gone down this road twice. Okay. Does Dennis Schroeder He was good for them. How how much better are the Lakers with Dennis Schroeder? Eh, they're, they're pretty good. They're not much better with Dennis Schroeder. They're Schreuder. still pretty good. They're a, they're a little teeny tiny bit better. Yeah. A little bit. Okay. What adjustments do you want to see the Lakers make, Cap, if they need to? Ooh, I like that Dcash Money asked you that. You know, I don't like the way you asked me that question. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I feel like the way you asked me that question is like you questioning me about that purple drink. <laughs> I mean, I am. I feel bit. like that the way you just asked me that question <laughs> was asking. about Paulie Walnuts or whatever the, the rapper's name was <laughs> Paulie last Wall. night. Paulie, Paulie Wall? Walnuts is Sopranos. All right, T. All right, T. We have a little <laughs> buffalo mozzarella, T. I don't like the tone. <laughs> that was good. Look, seriously, you ask about what adjustments. So listen, here's what the Lakers have needed for the last at least two years. Shooting. They need at least one guy that is a reliable three-point shooting threat. You tell me, who on this team do you trust with the ball in their hands at the end of a game where you think you have a better than 50-50 shot well, of then knocking down Well, you say like three. you need a three in that scenario. You right? need a three. Yeah. To me, I would always put the ball in LeBron's hands. Right. Okay? But you know what? Historically, he's been a good but not great three-point shooter. But I'll live and die with LeBron. Right. I'm not going to do it with Anthony Davis. I mean, Austin Reeves is okay. Torian Prince is okay. D'Angelo Russell, you just don't necessarily know, even though he's been playing out of his mind on the offensive end. I mean, seriously, you tell me. Who is the most reliable three-point shooter on the Lakers? And I would tell you, you ask an, about an adjustment, it's real simple well, for LeBron's me. LeBron's been really good this year from three. Yeah, yeah he's been pretty good. Yeah, yeah, what's his percentage? I want to say like 38 or 39%. I mean, let's find it on Slack. Um, look, <laughs> all I'm getting at is this. You ask a good question, okay? What adjustment would I want this roster to make? Very simple. Get a legit laser. That's what LeBron has said. I agree with the king. Get me a three-point shooter. What do you think? It's kind of crazy that you say that, that they need a three-point shooter when they made it to the Western Conference Finals with poor three-point shooting at that time. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I think they really need a true By point guard. By the way, guard. I'm good. 39.1%. Pretty solid. They yeah. need a true point guard, Cap. I'm telling you right now, I agree with Saddam when it comes to Zante Murray. He does both ends of the floor. But that's what they need. He doesn't need the ball in his and hand. And he defends. Right. I mean, that's what you guys keep telling me, okay? He defends but, at a high level. But I'm just here to tell you guys that I am in the majority of people who are listening right now yeah. who don't know Dejounte well, Murray's game you, like you guys He's got know. really long arms, Okay. incredibly athletic. He's shooting the ball in a way he's never shot it before from three. Um, so, like, that's a huge... That was the only weakness in his game. And... He defends at an elite level. He can get to the basket easy. Like, he's a off-the-dribble guy, great scorer, now adds the third level with the three-pointer, and an elite defender. And he's on a contract for the next several years that only maxes out at, like, $30 million or whatever. I guess there's a little bit of a trade kicker, so maybe a little higher than than just 30 Well, that's what I was worried about, the trade yeah, kicker. you had no idea. No, I was. I'm Seriously, like, that was the big my big concern is yeah. the trade kicker. Right. So anyway, You're such an idiot. What? What do you mean, idiot? By the way, remember the day we did the show at Black Gold and all the tuna fish was in the the office and yeah, it got yeah. warm. Yeah, and it smelled. It now it just smells like sushi in here. Well, we just had sushi, but good fresh salmon. That was mm-hmm. fresh. You yeah, can taste good. it. Sound, yeah. sound, smells pretty good, I think. Yeah, I mean, I like the smell of salmon. It's like walking into like a hot yoga studio. You know what I'm saying? It's like the no, same. No, actually, great sushi that it doesn't really have a smell. Oh, it really? smells like fresh fish, but the taste is like beautiful. Like just putting water on your lips. Oh, really? What about the tuna Like a smell? waterfall in, like, you know, Nepal. It's, it's like perfect other things when it's okay. just like a waterfall on your, your mouth. I tried yeah. to tell Chris this morning that we were out for our, our walk. I was you know like, what I'm you know, saying? No, I don't. Uh, I was like, oh. hey, let's, uh, let's, let's start taking spin classes in the morning on Workout Why Wednesdays. Why would I want to go to a spin let's, class? Let's take yoga classes on, on, when, on Workout Wednesday mornings. We're doing stairs, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Let's, let's up the intensity How is, here a little wait, bit. Wait, doing the Angels fight stairs isn't enough intensity? No. We, if we did, like, 10 repeats, then maybe yes. I mean, we went up one time. If we, we went, went up, up twice, well, we need to do like ten reps. Okay, I'll get there. I'm not in shape to do ten reps right now. You I'll could die. do ten reps. You won't die. 
And by the way, if you if you start dying, I will mouth to mouth you. All right? And I will resuscitate you. <laughs> Clear. You know, by the way, we could walk up bit of the year. We could walk up bit of the year right now. Bye. I pretend to go down and you mouth to mouth me. <laughs> we can, I, it's done right I, now. I think bit of the year could be. I'm serious about this. I think bit of the year could be you sucking the mandala out of my belly button. Seriously. And I've got a pretty clean... I don't think clean... anyone wants to see that. Oh, no, honest. I disagree. Oh, the Mandala guys last night were oh, begging for it. Kirk, uh, Kirk wants to see it all up close. <laughs> oh, yeah. They all want to see it. Now, i got a pretty clean belly button. It's it's pretty deep. So it's a, it's going to be a significant <laughs> shot. I'll tell you that right now. You're not an Audi or an Innie? you got to be ready for a significant shot. Let me see it. Of, of Mandala. Let's see the belly you button. You want to see it? Let's see let the belly see. button. Right, let's save that for the other side. Yeah, let's save that for the other side. In the interim... Cappy, tell them about your friends at Yamava where you'll be this weekend. Hey, this upcoming We had to we had to play even more of it. Oh. Give it to me. The way this white boy sings. <laughs> oh. Cause you feel it when he says, if I could just hold you one more time. If I could just do it, Cappy. I just love how it sounds like it's in a little club. It was in a little club where they recorded it. This is Billy Vera and the Beaters. The number one hit in 1987 on this day. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This moment. Listen to him break down this line. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, producer D, you can feel it, right? Can you feel it, D? I feel it. I know you feel it. Okay. Oh, 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 Cappy. Here it comes. We're going to the, we're going to the all Billy Vera format. <laughs> Six twenty in the Southland <laughs> on a Wednesday afternoon. What? So that'll last. <laughs> yeah, we're going to listen to this whole song tonight the, in its entirety. On the way home? On the drive live. So the drive live will happen after 7 o'clock on Instagram. And uh, it'll ca- be wrapped up by 8. It'll be wrapped up 8 o'clock sharp because that's when that Late smoke. Night with Laura Yeah, you got to go Late uh, Night with Laura. Then. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, we're going to hand off. In fact, that's what we'll do. We'll go she should sh- join you. Yeah, right. Promote. And then you like hand it off right. to her. JT the Brick had a book called The Handoff. Yeah, I was in it. Very briefly. Oh. I don't want any smoke from from Laura. I want no. no she was giving me smoke in the hallway. Is she, she really giving you? She smoke? She was giving me smoke. And we. I had mean, te- I don't blame her. And like, we had that text was her bit, And you guys kind of stole it. But we never we never crossed over. Mm-hmm. We no. We did our show, and she used to go on at eleven o'clock late night with Laura. Right. She got to get herself all juiced up. Now it's like middle of the night. No. Now it's like Mid early early evening. Yeah, early, early evening. evening with Laura. 
Yeah. It doesn't have the same ring. I was going to say, yeah, it's not the same. Right. I mean, she needs at least a bottle of wine before she gets going. <laughs> she does. <laughs> Lindsay, why don't you give her a bottle of Stella Rosa? Got there plenty you. of them. <laughs> she does. By the way, today is peanut butter day as well. Peanut butter day. Oh, I like peanut butter. Uh, yeah. Cappy, yo, are people overlooking the 49ers this weekend? Um, Maybe a little bit. I, I, I feel th- like there's a lot of it. I think I am. You are? Yeah, I think I because am. Because there's a lot of, oh, Brock Purdy looks doesn't look good, and, you know, Debo, <laughs> and, you know, Stephen A's on, on uh, first take, our guy, saying that they got no chance, basically, without oh, Debo. No. no, no, no. I don't know if I buy that. No, no, no. They, they, they can still win the game. The 49ers can win the game because last week in the game against Green Bay, mm-hmm. they did not sack Jordan Love. Right. And for as much money... And as much talent as they have invested in the defensive end positions on both sides, for them to have not sacked him, maybe some pressures, but no game-changing type sacks. So I would think that San Francisco's defense is looking at a guy like Jordan Love and they're going, well, that guy's young and mobile and he can really move. And they're looking at a guy like Jared Goff and they're going, that's a traditional pocket-passing kind of quarterback. And... It's the same book that there was on Brady. If you can get Brady to move off of his spot and you can get him uncomfortable, you could force Jared Goff into big mistakes. Right. And that's that has been the book on Jared Goff. Yeah, for sure. So the thing is, though, is that I feel like Vegas is saying this to me, George. Come on. Go ahead. Come on. Yeah, take the Lions. Come on. Do you, wait, wait, you love the Lions? You think they're a team of destiny? You love Dan Campbell? You think he's awesome? You think they've changed everything in one year? Come on. Come take the Lions. We'll give you seven points. Take the Lions. And today's only Wednesday, but I can tell you right now, at seven points, I'm taking the Lions. I wish I would have taken the the, uh, Ravens at three, but now they're three-and-a-half-point favorites. I don't like the three-and-a-half. So I feel like the Lions, and maybe I'm just getting caught up in the emotion of it all. In fact, I probably am. I think this is the Lions' year. This is their biggest and best and maybe only chance ever. So I'm caught up in the Lions. And maybe I am underestimating the 49ers. Yeah, I, I think the Niners are going to win comfortably in this one, man. I just think that there's they're, they're hearing all this. A lot of people are, you know, this is there's a lot of chatter, man, about, oh, Debo, they're not the same team, Purdy. And, you know, your stuff about, like, the Lions are this team of, like, Everybody's jumping on the bandwagon because we're going to kick you in the teeth and we're going to buy the kneecap off. Right. Because they're going to do that. And, you know, they got this lovable coach, all that stuff. And it's like they're the lovable losers. So now everyone is like they think this is the Cubs in the NFL and they're trying to jump on the bandwagon. I just feel like that's going to just fall flat this time around. Well, I mean, again, I think that's what Vegas is trying to inspire me to do. Come on. You, you're all in on the Lions. You watched Hard Knocks two years ago. Eminem was on Hard Knocks. Come on. Mm-hmm. You love the Lions. You yeah. love Dan Campbell. Yeah. He's changed the culture. You've defended Jared Goff for all these years and said he was a scapegoat and he was run out of L.A. Go ahead. Come on. Go take ahead. the Lions. Go ahead. And if, if I'm using my brain, yeah. which I'm not, I'm using my heart. Right. The Lions beat the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers had beaten the Eagles. The Eagles were trash. 
the Lions beat the Rams, who were good, and there was all the emotion of the the Goff yeah, versus they, Stafford. They were just okay. And, like they were good. Like they weren't great. Who, who the Rams? Yeah. No, no, they were good. But right. I, I, I'll tell you this: I think the Rams are better than the Eagles. Number one. And I think the Rams are probably better than the Buccaneers. So I think that the Lions have beaten a solid Rams team that overachieved, and then they've beaten a middle-of-the-road kind of Tampa Bay team that beat up on a really bad Philadelphia team. And that is why they're getting seven points. But San Francisco, who sat home that first week, while Green Bay was destroying Dallas in Dallas, where Dallas had been undefeated this year, and Green Bay goes on the road with a, a quarterback who's a first-year starter, yeah. and they play. They honestly, Green Bay played better for like eighty-five percent of the game. Yeah, the first, the first half for sure. And and listen, it was a twenty-one seventeen game. Green Bay had the lead with six minutes to go in the yeah. fourth quarter, and Green Bay missed a chip shot field goal that would have made it 24-17, and then had San Francisco scored and tied it, who knows what might have happened thereafter. So, again, I'm trying to get into the mindset now of what is Vegas trying to get me to do, and they're trying to get me to take Detroit, and I think we're going to do it. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to take Detroit and the points. Plus the seven. Mm-hmm. Mm. Is that underestimating the, the, the 49ers by thinking that the, the Lions no, that they can keep will it cover, close? But do you think the Lions will win or do you think the Lions are just going to cover? I think the Lions can win. Right. But I think the Lions will cover. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, I'm not sure they're going to win. I don't think either. Yeah, if they cover, they're winning. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't. Not, I mean, they can no, lose by no, three. You no, know what I mean? no. Like, they, if they're getting that close, they're going to win. I don't think they're going to win, and I don't think they're going to cover. And you think you, you don't think it'll be a close game? I don't. And they're playing outdoors. The Lions have been a different team outdoors, I feel like, this year. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but I, I will look this up. But I feel like they have not been the same team outside of their home confines. Let me know two things. One, what the Lions' record was uh, outdoors, which is probably most of their road games. And two... Um, what their record is, perhaps, uh, against playoff-caliber teams. Because to me, Detroit's the second-best team in the NFC all season long. You know, it's not like Detroit is Tampa Bay, where you're like, Tampa Bay, where'd they come from? You know, um, Detroit was right there with San Francisco and Dallas pretty much all season long. Right. So I don't think it's like some stretch that Detroit was lucky to get here. No, no, I don't say, I'm not saying that. So I just don't understand why everybody thinks that San Francisco is so much better. I mean, there's... I mean, those guys have been better for a long period of time. Yes. And Detroit has been like the, I'll give you an example, like the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets were good, then they were a little bit better, mm-hmm. and they were a little bit better, and then all of a sudden, bam, they became a championship team. Okay. So let's go through the schedule real quick. Give me the NFL music just yeah. to spice this up Yeah, a come bit. on. Spice come on. It, spice it, D cash money. Spice right. it. Big so- D. Yeah. Sorry, that was the wrong one. So <laughs> you don't say <laughs> that wasn't the NFL music. <laughs> the NFL kick. So they won on the road week one against the Chiefs okay. on a Thursday night. Okay. Okay. Big win, but that's week one. Yeah, week one. They lost at home. They were one and one after losing to Seattle. Okay. Okay. Bad loss. Then they uh, they beat Atlanta at home. Mm-hmm. They beat Green Bay at home. 
They win and they beat Carolina on the road. Who cares? No, that um, was at home. So they beat Tampa early in the season in Tampa. Okay, well that's that's natural grass, decent weather, nothing. Right. Then they go to the Ravens and get absolutely annihilated. Ham slam. Annihilated. Motorboated. Thirty-eight to six. They lose that game. Okay. On the road. Okay. They beat Vegas at home. They beat the Chargers on the road in a crazy game. They beat the Bears at home. The Packers. Uh, they lost to the Packers at home. At home, I thought they I thought they played the Packers early in the season at home. You're no, saying? that was at Lambeau. That right. was at Lambeau. Okay. Yeah. Um, at New Orleans, they win a tight one. At Chicago, they lost. Mm-hmm. They win against Denver at home. They win a tight one against Minnesota. They lose at Dallas in a controversial fashion. Mm-hmm. So how many losses do they have? One, two... I think on, they were 11 and the, 6, weren't they? Yeah, but I'm looking at how many on the road. Three of them on the road. Okay, and, and of the three losses on the road... They had five losses this year. Okay, of the five losses, you say two of those losses are home? Five... Five losses, three mm-hmm. on the road. Okay, the three on the road. Uh, give them to me one more time. At Baltimore. Okay. Ass whooping. Okay, but that's and that's a that's an artificial surface. Keep going. Right. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's grass. Oh, no, no that is grass gonna, in Baltimore. You start that so? argument again. Yeah. Well, what do you mean start that argument again? <laughs> Remember you guys had that argument. Well, no, I just I, I've I, been on the grass at MT. Have you? Doing Westwood matter, one. As a matter of fact, I have. Well, you would know it's grass I, then. Well, not necessarily. Are you they going, have they have changed surfaces. You think there. it's synthetic? I'll go look it up again. Why don't you look it up? Get your Slack channel open. Okay. Oh, they did. It is field turf. It's not It's not the same turf, though, I don't believe, as they use indoors. Well, either way, it's not natural grass. So I'm just trying to figure it out because San Francisco is a natural grass surface. They had so, a turf transformation this season. Okay. So you see, guess who was right? But Lamar Jackson says the grass at MNT Bank Stadium, he used that term grass, okay. is the best surface in the league. Okay, well, it's not natural grass like it is in San Francisco. So what I'm trying to figure out, George, is okay. has Detroit won a game on a natural grass surface in a in a? Okay. And I'm not talking Tampa because okay. Tampa. So they 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 lost at Chicago, which is natural grass. Okay. Um, they lost at Dallas, which is not natural grass. That's right. Right. So they only played. Levi Stadium has warm weather Bermuda grass. Oh, Bermuda. Nice. It's a nice surface. The nice, yeah. Very nice surface. Yeah, you can play in that. Very you nice literally surface. literally get it just naked so in there. So what, what are we around. doing here? What are you, what, what, well, what's so your I'm point? Just, I'm, yeah. here, I'm, I'm handicapping. I'm using yeah. lots of different... Doing? I'm using data points okay. to handicap. Okay. So I can't find an example of Detroit winning yeah. on natural grass in weather. In fact, they actually lost to Chicago on a natural grass surface. So I can't find evidence of them winning... On that surface, well, th- so they don't. Th- what's Raymond James Stadium have? That's not grass. Well, they do. That's one example, so but they it's, won. it's good weather, and it's early in the season. Week six, was October, middle of October. Was it raining that day? Was it cold? Was it snowing in Tampa? <laughs> well, that if I click Game Center, will it tell me if it was raining? Well, you tell me. You click it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still. Hey, listen. I'm betting with my heart. I'm taking Detroit to cover the seven, and I actually think Detroit can win. By the way, I fi- I got an answer back from uh, I didn't check, but they sent it back about an hour ago <laughs> on the Slack. Uh, no, for, I emailed stats and information. Huh. Well, how quickly did they return that? Hold on a second, let me see. When did Ooh, I that's send their this? Job. They're probably five fifteen. They sent it fifteen minutes later. I should have looked at this a long time ago. So I asked them. Remember, we were talking about Rick Buecher says he doesn't make guys better anymore on offense. Buh, buh, buh. LeBron Buecher Bukes, as you called him, Bukes. Uh, here is the most uh, wide-open assist opportunities created this season per second spectrum tracking data. Oy vey. <laughs> Which is basically who creates the most open shots for their teammates. Thank you. Okay? I put it in English. 
LeBron, even at age 39, mm-hmm. number 21 in the NBA. Okay. It's pretty good. So why don't you call Buker and tell him? I'm going to suck right now. Buker, I know you're listening. Because everybody listens. <laughs> Cappy says I, so. I told you. Cappy says so. LeBron, 21st at most open assist shots in the NBA this season. Did you get that, Buker? Yeah. Most wide open assist opportunities created this season. LeBron, even at age 39, 21. See that? Now, earlier in his career, that would have been a much higher, would have been up higher in the rankings, but still pretty damn good. You know what Buker's problem is? What? Buker no longer has access to ESPN stats and information. He does not. He does, and and Fox, their stats and information not as sucks. Good. Not as good. Hey, Fox, your stats and information suck. Not as good. Not I even close. Know, I would not go that far because I don't know their stats. Well, and information. I'm telling you. But they know how to edit a podcast. Hey, now it was 81 degrees that day in Tampa. 94 <laughs> percent relative humidity, though. So that means it was pretty sticky. <laughs> I love how we're floating back and forth. <laughs> well, that's what a good show does. <laughs> All right, let's play Big Deal or No Deal. What do you think? Yeah, let's do that next. But first, let me tell you about our friends who... At- 637 of the South. What is this? We wanted to hear more Paul Wall. <laughs> oh, my God. This is horrible. Anyway, <laughs> this is really anyway. bad. Paul Wall. Wow. Huh? No wonder nobody knew who he was. <laughs> no, this is you really guys bad. didn't. We I, mean, I knew did. who he was, but th- I didn't know he had a song that sounded like this. It's it's with Mike Jones. Mike Jones it could be with, it could be with uh, Brent Jones. It's see, horrible. See, even even George knows Mike Paul Jones. Wall. He's great. Yeah. Oh no, that sounded but, you know, great. That was a banger back then. When, when I try to do what I choke, you, put your chin right. Sedano's there. trying to choke Happy. I'm just teaching you how to get out of a choke. Hole. Okay. To, All right, ready? What are you talking about? Do what? Just get out of a choke. Hole. All right, go ahead, choke me. Okay, now what do you want me to do? No, but you gotta put your chin there so okay. that way I'm not that way I don't choke yeah, you. Yeah, but I didn't. But you choked me before I could move my chin. Yeah, but as soon as you feel it, you gotta go. Oh, all right, I wasn't. The right. minute you feel it, you gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> you should put him in a sleeper hold. I don't want to get you by surprise. This well, way, I appreciate someone that. Someone tries to choke you. You know what to do. Well, I plan on kneeing him in the nuts. <laughs> but if you're from behind, how do you plan on doing that? Well, I'm gonna elbow him in the nuts. Big balls, man. There, that's a great ball. <laughs> Uh, 638. You didn't hear that part either. <laughs> On a Wednesday afternoon. Time for Big Deal or No Deal. Take it away, pretty day. <laughs> <laughs> what time? Oh, yeah, it's 639. I get it. Do All you right, so. Pie yet? No, are we doing it? Road pie? You guys are having pizza after having sushi? No, I had just. I just. Oh, you don't? I, I'm just so full. Just sick. <laughs> you don't want me to leave pepperoni off you? By the way, you didn't show me the belly. Show us the belly button. Well, I did forget to show you the belly button. Let's do that after, on Dealer's Choice. How about that? I have a hygiene issue I need to discuss on Dealer's oh, Choice. Perfect. There we go. We'll see if your belly belly has lint, too, while we're talking hygiene. All right. Go ahead, Lint. All right. So men may never ask for directions when they're lost, but a new study claims that they're better navigators than women when it comes to directions. So after studying 21 different species, including humans, scientists believe that because society often encourages boys to play outside more than girls, it forces them to develop their navigational skills at a younger age. According to the study, males outscore females in a significant way in many spatial tasks to varying degrees, uh, especially directly related to navigation. So is the fact that this myth you know, that men are better with directions than women has kind of been proven true. A big deal or no deal, Cappy? I'm going to say no deal, and I'm going to say it because I think that if we talk about this same myth a few years from now, I think uh, most of those young men who have been encouraged to go play outside 
are stuck in their rooms playing video games. That is a good point. So I don't know if it's going to be the same deal. Um, yeah, I don't think I, I would go no deal. Like I just think that if you take a certain to Cappy's point, you take a different like sample size and a different uh, stretch a of time. Twenty-one year study. Things can right. I get it, but we can do. We could. How about you know? In twenty more years, what will that look like when less people are driving? Period. You know what I mean? Like people forget about video games. People are taking Ubers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, nobody's actually driving themselves anymore. And, I have no and, idea how to get anywhere. Well, that's what I was going to say. Because everybody's using their GPS. Yes, I use my GPS right. literally to go to Target. Yeah. In fact, I was telling Chris the other day, I uh, went to Walgreens, which is maybe five blocks from where I live, and I was listening to a podcast and walking my dog, and I lost track of where I was, and I ended up over in, like, the jewelry district, and these guys were yelling at me, trying to get me to buy fake diamonds for my dog. And I had no idea where I was. Why do they want you to buy fake diamonds for your dog? Is that like a thing? I guess. They're like trying to sell me a dog collar, and it was in the jewelry yeah. area. Cappy's got dog collars. You needed your dog to get iced up? <laughs> yeah. I do have dog collars. I have to walk my dog on Wednesday mornings. There Is that a shot at me? No, it's not a shot. It's just I'm saying I got to walk my dog, dog. I thought dog. you don't. You haven't seen your dog in weeks. Not my dog, Jack. My dog, Christopher Arthur Morales. You're calling Christopher your dog? My dog. Oh, your dog. Yeah. Your dog is different than your dog. Like he's your dog. What do you think? Two different things. DeAndre, is there a difference between dog and dog? DeAndre's too busy <laughs> tweeting in the community right now. He is? Yeah, he was like, just tweeted uh, SMH. Why'd you SMH? That because really we took were, a lot of time. Because yeah. we were hating on the music he wrote. That really took a lot yeah, of time to tweet yeah. that. You wrote, you wrote certain music? I didn't write no music, no. I was saying that you guys hate on the music. <laughs> what the? <laughs> SMH is shaking my head. Well, you just said you said he, he's, you know we ripped on the music that he wrote. I didn't know he wrote some music. Little Stevie I, I, Wonder over there. <laughs> 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 no, uh, actually, Cody from the Funny Games Department, the great Cody Wu, yeah. said he's got the Serena Williams look going. <laughs> Remember that magazine cover? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Linz, what's next? We've lost Cappy. We've lost Cappy. Oh, my God. You're going to have to mouth to mouth me. Oh, my God. Serena Williams. What up, girl? Oh, yeah. What up, girl? Go ahead, Linz. <laughs> Serena vibes. So, uh, Oakland's only In-N-Out burger store is set to shut its doors in a few weeks what? due to Burn a rise down. in crime in that city. The fast food chain said that it's made the decision to close the Oakland store despite several measures to make the restaurant safer for staff members and patrons. So I bring this up because we talked about this at Yamava a couple weeks ago about the idea that um, maybe some MLB free agents may or may not want to sign with the Giants because of the rise in crime in the Bay Area. So you guys think the fact that they had to close the in and out because of crime, is that a big deal or no deal? I think it's a big deal. I saw the story and it's kind of, it's just too bad, right? It's very um, sad. That like, so listen, um, downtown LA, if you go into like a CVS, right? And you need to buy just something, you know, shampoo, uh, dishwashing liquid. To get it, you have to actually call somebody who works at the store and say, excuse me, can I get some of this palm olive over here? And by the way, why is the dishwashing liquid behind the glass you know, windows? And the reason is, is because looters will come into these stores, grab stuff, They're not and bounce. They're yeah. criminals. No. no, it's a different, it's not looting, looting they're just like, stealing. Yeah, it would oh. be like a group of people right. coming in, breaking down like right. windows. And they're like, just theft, they're just thieves. It's just petty right. theft. So, so anyway, as it turns out, by taking the palm olive or the dawn 
or whatever other kind of dishwashing liquid there is, by putting it behind the glass, mm -hmm. they're dissuading these thieves, aka looters, <laughs> right? And they're they, now they're like, okay, I'll go somewhere else. So it's really too bad that an In and Out Burger can't protect its employees or protect its its customers because people are coming in there and robbing the joint every two seconds. So you know what? If I were in and out, I'd do the same thing. I'm like, forget it, man. I'm out of this neighborhood. You know, I saw a TikTok like a week or two ago of somebody that brought like a lock pick in. And since I guess there's some kind of law where if you steal less than X amount of dollars, you just walk out the front door without security and like coming after you? Yeah, nobody's... No, well, no, nobody well, especially is, in L.A. County at the right, moment, yes. Right, people are like, hey, employees, if somebody yeah, steals just, Palm Olive, let like, them let go. go yeah. so you don't... Right. In fact, there, there was an issue at a Target in California where the, the uh, employees tried to stop them and they ended up getting fired. Right. Because they went against policy. So I saw a TikTok where a guy just walked into like a Walgreens with a little lockpick thing, and he walked in and was taking like razors and stuff like that, just just putting all in his bag, walked right out the door with it like it's no big deal. And yep. I'm like, this is crazy. It's this mines. is like Grand Theft Auto. It really is. It's crazy. It's the way people get down nowadays. All right, what's next? <laughs> all right, so Polly Shore is taking on the role of weight loss guru Richard Simmons. The actor and comedian portrays Simmons in a new film called The Court Jester. Shore is also set to play Simmons in a potential biopic that's currently in development. But you know what? Richard Simmons has a problem with this. Oh, really? Even though he's been out of the public eye for over 20 years, he put a message on his verified Facebook page that said, You may have heard they may be doing a movie about me with Pauly Shore. I've never given my permission for this movie, so don't believe everything you read. I no longer have a manager. I no longer have a publicist. I just try to live a quiet life and be peaceful. Thank you all for your love and support. Mm -hmm. So, is in general, do you think that making a biopic about someone without their permission is a big deal or no deal? I say no deal. I say no deal. I'll tell you why. Because, look, Richard Simmons was a very famous guy. Richard Simmons was on your television every single day and he was a spectacle because he was hairy he was wearing these short short dolphin shorts he was wearing these cut off shirts and these tank tops and he had this big giant afro and he was very flamboyant in his way of trying to tell you how to lose weight what was the name of it was a deal a meal does that yeah, sound yeah, right yeah, yeah. deal a meal right so he was super super famous and by the way from a casting perspective, Pauly Shore. Perfect. Yo, Weasel, I know you're listening because <laughs> everybody's listening. Um, Pauly Shore is the perfect guy. He really is. Because he would wear the short shorts, have his belly hanging out. He had a big fro, too. Perfect. Yeah. I got no problem with it. Well, I mean, by law, it, it, there's, no, there's nothing they can do about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can make content about someone... Um, you know, as long as the information you obtain in this biopic is, like, done in a lawful manner. What's lawful? Like, not, like, in an illegal fashion, right? Like, on you know, so that that would be the opposite of lawful, would it not be? Well, I mean, like, think about the, La what was the name of the Lakers series um, that, that where Jerry West was so pissed off about Winning that? Time. No, 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 but you're talking about, like, and also that was also covered because it literally tells you that parts of the story are fictitious. And it was based on a book. Correct. Okay, so, so that, yeah. but so it tells you on the front end, like some of this stuff is exaggerated. It's fictitious. Well, that's probably going to be the same case here. Maybe, well, maybe not. But the point is, even if you're doing a biopic, that person doesn't have the right to like take legal action against you in that yeah. scenario. Well, Mike Tyson tried to when they made that Hulu series, which it was not very good. And there was a, you know, the the movie that they were supposed to do, I guess, with Jamie Foxx involved. 
right. in it. And, right, and Jamie Foxx was going to do a Mike Tyson movie. Right. And and that's guess, the one Mike Tyson wanted. Right, Mike exactly. And in. I feel like that one probably would have been better than the one that they did on Hulu where Mike Tyson was like, that's all fake, that's not true, that's not really what happened, but I think tried that, to sue them. I think these guys, like a Richard Simmons or a Mike Tyson, I'm, and I'm just throwing this out there, they don't want you doing this kind of stuff, in particular if they're not going to get paid. So you're doing a whole series about me, and I don't get anything out of it? But that's the way it's. Works. I understand. But yeah. if you like sign off on it, right? Couldn't isn't there potential? You to be could like, be involved if yeah. you want, but you can choose not to be involved. You Look, HBO ask. did the entire Tiger series. There are two. You well, know, that the was two a episodes. documentary, though. It was, but it wasn't approved by him. Right. But he you was do a against documentary. It. Uh, right. Oh, right. 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 But anyone. you know. Yeah. But still. Yeah. It was based on a book. Right. I do always feel like the ones that they kind of like sign off on. They are, you know. More like infomercials. Exactly. By the way, we got to move. If we oh, yeah, get yeah all we're this done in. here. All right. That is a big deal or no deal each and every day at sometimes like 630, but usually like 635, I would guess. Uh, but Cappy, tell them about your friends at Price. 655 on a Wednesday afternoon. Final segment. This is our final segment music. When you hear it, you know we're wrapping up. And get ready, Cappy, because the minute I hit the post, we got to go right into dealer's choice. We're running behind today because yeah. we've had so much fun and frivolity. We have, yes. On a feel-good Wednesday afternoon in the Southland. By the way, you got to let me know, Jack. Am I ordering that pizza pie for the drive live? Nicely done. By the way, I forgot the mic, so I don't know if we're doing drive live tonight. Yeah, maybe not. Wow, there you go. Laura can do an extended late night with I mean, we can do it, but then we're just talking into the phone. That's that's, true. And then people complain, hey, man, this sucks. Right, the audio sucks. Can't hear you guys. Right. And then Chris gets all upset. Well, then just skip it. Threatens to burn down the circle. Just go road pie. Yeah. Well, hey. I mean, if you want to do road pie, I mean, it just, yeah, am I a, doing road pie? It's a lot after I sush. I know. I'm not hungry at all. Okay, then just don't do it. Skip it. Um, I never get what I want in this I, well, relationship. No, the thing, the thing I is, never get what I want. Here's what's going to happen: we're going to get a road pie, and I'm going to eat half of it, and I'm, I'm going to eat it. And you're going to feel disgusted, right? Afterwards. Like an animal. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Speaking of being an animal, so you know, listen, I I kind of live out of a suitcase. You yeah. know, I, yeah. I live at the East Central Hotel right, right yeah. here in downtown LA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And every week, you know, I pack up my bag and I, I try and bring extra stuff and then I pack up my toiletry bag, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, and I, I can't stand it when I find myself forgetting one thing that I need. Right. Okay. So like hair gels, a must, toothbrush, toothpaste, like skin lotion, the whole thing. This morning, I go into my toiletry bag. Guess what I forgot? What? Deodorant. Oh, boy. Now, I kind of made a decision. Yeah. I'm going to try and go for it without deodorant today. Okay. Is that what you were worried when I went behind you and started to try to choke you out? Yeah, because like I'm worried that I might stink. Right. So now, here it is. Smell it's, it. It's 6.57 at Smell. night. I worked out this morning with Chrissy. Uh-huh. Right? We got you took done. took a shower after. I showered. Yeah. I used the body soap, which is very nice at the East Central. Yeah. And then all day, I've been trying to consciously not sweat under my armpits. Right. And honestly, what I'm worried about is stinking. Right. DeAndre, you want to... Nah, I'm good, man. You, you don't want to. <laughs> nah, I'm good. You don't want to test this out. <laughs> nah, I'm good. <laughs> Verdict? You good? You good? You know, I don't stink. It's just like musty. I yeah, I don't. I don't st- like. Can I use your cologne? Do you have that little spray cologne that looks? Why like don't we binocular? do that while George tells us one last time about next gen? Yeah, we'll do what that. Do you I'm not you, done smelling my other pit. Yeah, smell your other pit while I'm reading talking about next gen. All you right, know, because 